Yo, today's QOD is life is good. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We got a brand new speaker on the show today. His name is Bert Jacobs. And today, Bert is talking about attitude. He's talking about optimism. You know, one of my favorite quotes that I always present when I teach Money Mind Academy is this. It's from Dr. Sereni Pillay. He says, optimism is not the result of success, but the cause of it. However, what we tend to do is we think, oh, I will become more optimistic when I become successful, when I get the relationship, when I get the money, when I have enough. No, that is not the way that it works. Optimism is how you feel on the way there. Because when you feel optimistic, you change your energy. And as you know, energy is everything. And if you can't match the energy of the possibility that you're hoping to create in your life, if you're staying pessimistic and expecting to get there, you're not because your energy and your consciousness are not changing. So optimism, again, not the result of success, but the cause of it. So what we have to do is become more optimistic and look at our lives and say to ourselves by recognizing all the good in our lives that life is good. Here's Bert. This is our mom, Joan. Joan was the first powerful optimist in our lives. Almost the entire time growing up, our dad, who wasn't a bad guy, was depressed by any definition. And his depression manifested itself in screaming and yelling. Screaming and yelling at our mother, screaming and yelling at all the kids. And uh, our mother was there to keep the family together. She stayed by my father's side, and she did many things for us. She taught us how to draw. She gave us crayons. She gave us magic markers and paper. And she showed us that although we didn't have the money to travel to Disneyland, we could go anywhere in our mind. She unlocked our imagination. When she told us bedtime stories, she didn't just tell us the stories. She acted out the characters. She took us out on the pirate ship. She took us up the steps of the grandest castles and into the enchanted forest, and we loved it. We loved it, and we begged for more. But maybe the most powerful thing our mother did for us was a little ritual at the dinner table. She looked around to her six kids, no matter what was happening, and she said, tell me something good that happened today. Very simple prompt. Tell me something good that happened today. It's a nice one to use in your company to start your meetings or at your own family's dinner table. Because what happens is you change the energy. She showed us that our disposition is powerful and she changed the energy in the house. It's not surprising, given the influence of our mom, Joan, that my brother and I started designing t-shirts. We were artistic our whole lives and we were intimidated by each and every type of industry and career out there but t-shirts was something that was financially accessible to us. We could design our own things on Tuesday and Wednesday, get out in the street and sell them. T-shirts doesn't sound like a glamorous career, and it wasn't. 
we spent five years in the streets and selling door-to-door in college dormitories. We weren't financially successful. We were maybe avoiding getting a job, which is some level of success. But then we got focused on something that changed our lives. We got focused on the idea that the media inundates our culture with negative information, always reinforcing what's wrong with the world and rarely telling us what's right with the world. And you know, we all have a choice every day. You can focus on what's wrong with your life or you can focus on what's right with your life. And wherever you put your energy, wherever you focus and whatever you focus on, that will grow. That was something our mom taught us at the dinner table. So after several of these conversations about the media, we created a character named Jake. And Jake's power is his optimism. It's his disposition. People have a misconception that wealth and material goods will make you happy, but statistics show that they don't. Some people think that that special place in life, being in that special place, if it's off at the beach or up in the mountains, or if you get that promotion, or if you meet that special person, then you're gonna be happy, then you're gonna be fulfilled. It's not true. The only thing that will enable a happy and fulfilling life is your disposition. So our superhero, Jake, has a powerful disposition. Wherever Jake goes, he sees opportunities. Optimists roam the world seeing opportunities. They don't ignore obstacles, but they overcome obstacles by focusing on the opportunities. When you're an optimist, you're more innovative. You're more innovative because you're open-minded. You're not afraid to experiment. You're not afraid to explore the world. So Jake is always exploring, always trying new things. And maybe most importantly, being an optimist is magnetic. Everybody today knows that in order to build an organization, for-profit, non-profit, any organization in the world, you need to build a community. Optimism is magnetic. So wherever Jake goes, he attracts other optimists. This enabled us to build a business, this very simple concept. It doesn't get more complicated than that. The world is incredibly complicated today, but it doesn't have to be. So our little business started to grow. And in the first five years, we had a $3 million business selling t-shirts with three words, life is good. We didn't invent life is good, but we were the first ones to trademark it. So the business starts to grow. Some guy said that to me recently. He said, you know, I don't think it's fair. I said, what, what's not fair? He goes, well, you didn't create life is good. My grandfather used to say life is good. And I said, tell your grandfather, you should have trademarked it. <laughs> And then he was British, the guy was British, so I said, and if I'm not mistaken, the British invented trademarks, so whatever, dude. <laughs> what we didn't anticipate was the customer base that we would grow. The ones who embraced the idea that life is good the most were the ones who were facing the most adversity. This is a photograph of a little girl named Lindsay Beggin, 11 years old, and she was diagnosed with terminal bone cancer. And the Boston Globe wrote an article about her and she was wearing a life is good hat. And the journalist said, do you understand your prognosis? And she said, yes, they don't think I'm gonna live longer than a year. And he said, do you mind if I ask why you're wearing a hat that says life is good? 11 years old, you know what she said? Very matter of factly. Because before I was sick, I took my life for granted. But now I wanna make sure every day counts. That blew us away absolutely blew us away. 
And, you know, we didn't know what to do. What Lindsay showed us is that her optimism enabled her to access courage. So it was the beginning. When we started, we thought, well, there's pessimism, there's realism, and there's optimism. We're on this team, okay? Pessimism is corrosive. Realism lacks imagination. <laughs> optimism, on the other hand, is boundless. It can take you anywhere, and it opens you up. But Lindsay showed us that optimism can give you access to courage. So at this point, after five years, we developed a little advertising budget, and we were about to spend that money. But when we met Lindsay, we did the only thing that anybody in this room would do, the obvious thing, you can probably guess, we had a pumpkin festival. <laughs> Makes sense, right? And all the money we raised at the pumpkin festival went to families of kids with life-threatening conditions. We spent the whole wad in one weekend, but that weekend, we raised over $100,000 for kids who really need it. And we hired this person to be our pumpkins logistics coordinator. <laughs> and she did a nice job. And believe it or not, we kept investing in pumpkins. It felt right to us. It felt good. And those pumpkin festivals grew. And we started having them in multiple communities. And eventually we broke the Guinness World Record for the most lit pumpkins in one place at one time. 31,000 plus lit pumpkins. But now it wasn't raising $100,000, it was raising $600,000, $800,000, and eventually over a million dollars. One of the unexpected things that happened and a great benefit to us was that the pumpkin festivals and helping kids in general was galvanizing to our staff. Our staff talked about it all the time. Their chests swelled with pride. When they talked about life is good, they talked about helping kids even before the t-shirts. Can you help them? No matter what you do, no matter what your career is, it's a vehicle for you to live a happy and fulfilling life. Don't get so caught up in your profession or your career, and it's one of the reasons I love Worlds. We're really not here, as you can tell, to just talk about your career and your job. We'll get to all those things, but work is a subcategory of life. The dumbest expression ever created is work-life balance. It makes no sense, by definition, Work-life balance means that your work counters your life. That's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Your work is a subcomponent of your life. So your work, the purpose of your work should be to fulfill the goals and values of your life. I get carried away. All right, my friends, that was Bert Jacob. You can learn more about the Life is Good apparel company at lifeisgood.com. And if you want to watch today's entire talk, you can find it on the YouTube. It is called Bert Jacobs, co-founder and CEO, Life is Good at Worlds 2016. We'll have a link for it in the description box just below this episode. And yeah, that's it. I'll see you tomorrow with Mr. Greg Braden talking about the language of the universe. I'll see you then. I'm out. Peace. Peace.